This conference will now be recorded. Hi, everybody. It's that kind of week. Mercury, Mars, Uranus, the whole guy. So I didn't record the screens and I got cut off about 30 minutes in, in the middle of the days. So we will pick up then. But I'm also going to show you those screens that I didn't realize weren't getting recorded. But when I finished, it took forever to load because it was all me talking and you didn't have the screens. So now you're going to get the screens, what I showed you, and then we'll finish it up. This is part two, Mars and Gemini. I think it's Madeline's curse when she said to me, Mars is in Gemini and your solar return and you're not getting rid of Mars and Gemini once it comes back and bound. You got it for the whole year. So here we're doing the second part of the podcast. We're picking up where we left, but I will show you the screens quickly to get to that part. Okay, off we go. And uh, again, you know, you can't make this stuff up sometimes, right? Okay, so there's my pointer. And it looks like everything's working. It looks like I'm recording. It looks like I'm showing the screen and off we go. All right, so we have a new moon webinar tonight. Feel free to, I just did it. After I finished the podcast, I went and did the webinar. So you can order it from my website. It'll be available tomorrow. It's a new moon in Pisces, juicy new moon. Uh, and of course we woke up with uh, on Sunday. Here's the new moon of Venus sextiling Pluto. You can see how airy it is. There's a lot of ideas, communication, connection. Remember, there's a whole other podcast about these charts. But this way you get to see them because I didn't show them to you last time. Here's our lovely new moon, in, uh, which happened last night at 2 in the morning, 2.05, Monday morning, bright and early. You can see the sun and moon here. You can see Venus at the very last degree of Pisces. And then we have the aspects of what she worked on. I went through all those. Um, we had the sudden advancement, Mars on the part of danger or peril, and we woke up this morning after Venus went into Aries, uh, bright and early on Monday morning at 2.50, we see now Venus and Aries on a world point in a semi-square to Pluto or semi-square to Uranus, which is Biden's Secret Service was not happy. They did say that, but they also had that deconflict phone call to call and say, hey, Biden's going to Kiev, so don't bomb him. It just makes you go, really? We do that? Yeah, we do. All right, then here's the Mercury square Uranus. So that was, I'm going to blame that for my bizarre recording earlier uh, because this is all over my stuff. It's on my world. I have a Aquarius rising uh, at 15 Aquarius. So Mercury, Uranus, and Uranus is in my third house of um, communication. So here you get your part two. Next, Mercury trines Mars, and that happens on Wednesday. And you can see lovely Mercury and Aquarius trining Mars and Gemini out of bounds. Then we have the sun aspecting the nodes. This is a positive energy. The sun trines at south node, release, release. Sextiles the north node. And also you can see that moon right there on that north node, which is terrific. And then we are gonna look at the aspects. So I was through Mercury telling you the story of my friend Kathy um, and being high maintenance. I had a little more in that story. We're just gonna go right into Venus. All right, so Venus this week goes from 28 Pisces to six Aries, uh, and we talked about her aspects entering Aries, entering Aries, sextiling Pluto. She also has a lot of energy around relationships. She's opposite Juno, which means contraparallel Juno, which means she's like, I'm done. And then she's, okay, now I'm back. Then she's, okay, now I'm done. So she's very volatile. And remember, she's an Aries. So she wants it. She doesn't want it. She wants it. She doesn't want it. Just Venus and Aries being feisty. Remember, as she's an Aries, she's answering to that Mars and Gemini out of bounds. 
Gemini is twice, right? So she's an Aries and goes, okay, yeah, no, yeah, no. And it's, you know, you just have to go, okay, well, when you figure it out, call me because that's the mood Venus is in. And it's about partnership. It's about whether she's annoyed. It's about how she gets stuff done. And then at the end of the week on the 24th, she has a quintile to Mars. So that she says to Mars, oh, you know, you've really been dealing with my capriciousness all week. And uh, okay, now I know what I want. And at that point, she has an aspect to the nodes. She makes the needed adjustments. The aspect to the nodes is on the 24th. She makes the needed adjustments and forward we go. Jupiter this week, we talked about his aspects, not a lot. He has a biquintile to Pluto, um, which for some reason isn't in these charts, but the biquint or the quintile to Pluto is a once every uh, 13 year aspect. It happens today and it kind of, or it happens on the 26th and it kind of invites the vision, invites the idea, the change of the vision. And remember back when Jupiter and Pluto met, uh, and they said goodbye. You know, Jupiter got in the car and drove off with Saturn for my longtime listeners and uh, and said, bye, Pluto. Now he's checking in. So this is you can hear from people from the fall of 2020 when the two of them were doing their little goodbye dance because Jupiter is going to check in with Pluto. This can also be hearing from someone who's left or moved on or shifted direction. And they're kind of like, you know, I'm just thinking about you. I thought I'd give you a call. So this is that energy. And even though Mercury is, of course, out of his shadow, we do have Mars and Gemini retracing his steps. And also you can hear from people from September, October timeframe who are checking in and saying, you know, I was, you know, we talked about it, but we didn't go forward. I'm ready to go forward now. And we are. That's part of the energy. Um, Saturn this week is in a semi-square to Chiron, so he's got a little bit of ouch with words, but then he also is having a bit of a, di a directional a commitment issue. He has a counter-parallel to Ceres on the 26th, where he's making decisions about how he's going to partner and nurture, because Ceres is in Libra, how we partner and how we nurture each other, so he's kind of in a little bit of a pickle, and he is almost done with his sign Aquarius, so he's like, I got to go. You know, I, I know I we talked about it, but it never really happened. It's kind of a timing issue thing. You know, you meet somebody and it's not quite the right time, but you go, we should do something. And then it becomes the right time and you go, OK, let's do it. So this is kind of the energy in the heavens right now where it's stuff you were thinking about since last year, maybe since 2020, when we we're all sitting around on our butts thinking about our lives. And now the charts are like, OK, now go do it because there's a semi-sextile forming between Saturn and Pluto. And they're saying, you know, back in 2020, when you thought of this during COVID, what did you really, really want to do? Back to January of uh, 2020, when Meghan and Harry left and went off to America. So they're deciding, are we going back for dad's coronation? It's that kind of energy. Should we, should we re-engage? And sometimes with people that you put down the phone, like my friend Kathy, and you don't call, and you just kind of drift apart or you just kind of move along or there's something that causes a separation, this is an opportunity to go back and check in with those people and see how they're doing and kind of connect again. Um, Uranus also has a contra-parallel to Pallas Athena, kind of our strategic approach to things. And Pallas Athena is, you know, what we think we want, what we think our strategy is, and we also have Vesta on the nodes of fate on the 21st. Great day for throwing things away. 
getting rid of it, done, done, done. And if you're going to do a new moon ritual this week, you want to do it on Monday or Tuesday, not on Wednesday or Thursday, unless you really want to get rid of stuff. Um, and then on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, because that is a Taurus moon, very delicious and gets stuff done. We also, with the moon in Aries, closing aspect is a square to Pluto. That gives us a little bit of intention or tension with that closing square on Wednesday, Thursday. So it's a good time to stop. So back when I was uh, younger, back in 1992, I believe it was, I got very obsessed with, I was very obsessed with Michael Jackson, Oprah, and she was going to visit Netherland and I really wanted to see it the video and I would get home at four o'clock to watch Oprah, I had a very big Oprah addiction. And um, uh, I got home, my cable was out, I went crazy. I called on my friends, I said, can you take Michael Jackson? They all were like, nobody was home. I called Brian, called Pat and Brian. He goes, you know, Ian, Pat runs the VCR, I don't do it, but I, I mean, I'll try, but she does it. I'm like, all right, great, try. So he tried, so I get the VCR tape, wrestling he taped wrestling I was like Rrr. and then all my friends called and they were like you want us to tape Michael Jackson really I was a big I love Michael Jackson um and I thought you know you are really addicted to Oprah in this TV you need to stop now so I unplugged it and gave it up for Lent because Lent starts this week on Wednesday with the moon in Aries squaring Pluto like you can give up stuff for Lent and it keeps so the end of Lent came and I read all these books, 40 days of reading. And um, I was like, wow, that worked pretty well. So I just left the TV unhooked. And then about a year later, I gave it to the super and was without TV until I bought this place because this place has a television in it. So the energy, <laughs> the energy this week is really good for Wednesday and Thursday to give up stuff for Lent, which it'll stick forever. So keep that in mind when you're making your rituals and stuff. So this week, as I mentioned, the new moon is in Pisces, Monday and Tuesday. It goes void at 11.06 p.m. on Mardi Gras on Fat Tuesday, tomorrow the 21st. And then it goes into Aries on Ash Wednesday at 12.14 in the morning. It's in Aries Wednesday, Thursday. Good day for Lenten resolves that last forever. And then it goes void at 2.22 a.m., with a square to Pluto on Friday, and at 3.29 a.m. on Friday the 24th, it goes into Taurus. It'll be in Taurus Thursday, or I'm sorry, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, goes void at 9.42 in the morning and enters Gemini at 10.48 on the 26th with a nice closing aspect. So the aspects are good. The stress days are Tuesday, tomorrow, Mardi Gras, that Tuesday, and then also action-oriented at the end of the week on Saturday, but not action in a mean way. So we're really gonna watch Tuesday for what happens. And those that's the intense day. Uh, and then, uh, as I mentioned, the new moon webinar happened, <laughs> but you can buy the slides because we did that tonight too. And um, they'll be available and do your webinar, do your, do your ritual. It's a great new moon to do a ritual on. I also have Cupful of Stars. I record a daily eight to 10 minute audio session with timed aspects and often a song because there's just so much music in the heavens these days and uh, a chart for $15, $17 for the month. Uh, setting your intentions on my website, you can purchase the year ahead, see what's going on. Two hours and 121 slides, including the overview of the year ahead, as well as a month by month analysis. Uh, on March 11th, 2023, 
I am going to be delving into Saturn and Pisces and Pluto and Aquarius at the Florida NCGR chapter, the Florida Atlantic chapter. It's a hybrid and online event. Sign up or come in person. We go out for dinner afterwards. It's really good. They have this great um, buffet place nearby. A time for technique, the OPA conference. That happens on April 21st to the 23rd with 12 astrologers teaching you techniques. Uh, it's a really good conference and it's online, hybrid. Online, not, not hybrid. Then last but not least, NORWAC is a hybrid. And that's in in May over Memorial Day weekend. I'll be out there at that conference and it's a simultaneous event. You can attend in your pajamas or in person. And then last but not least, the astrology consciousness and the great shift at Omega last week in June uh, through July 2nd. So it'll be me, Lynn Bell, Rick Levine, Maurice Fernandez and Rachel Lang. And it'll be lovely because Omega is just beautiful. And also this week, um, I have been a Marie for Leo um, acolyte, I guess, student, studied with her nine years now. I signed up for her program in 2014, 2014. I was at a crossroads with my business and trying to figure out what to do. And a couple of years ago, she asked me if I wanted to be an affiliate. And I'm, I really love her work, love her programs. And if you know me, I don't really promote anybody. People say, can you promote me? And I go, no. But with her, it's different because she really helps you figure out how to do your business in a different way and how to focus on your business. So her B-School is this week. I have stuff on my Facebook and I have stuff on my website where you can enroll. I do get a commission if you sign up. But everybody that I have recommended to her, you know, just people that I recommended for seven years before, um, she paid an affiliate commission. And also the last couple of years where I've, people have signed up, it, she's just really helpful. And I go back every year and refresh and renew. And I can say my business has grown 7,000% since I took her course. So I recommend it highly because it does boost your revenue. And she does she has really good programming. And she's worked with 80,000 entrepreneurs. We are all entrepreneurs if we're astrologers. And if we're not astrologers and you've always had a dream of starting a business, consider signing up for it. So it's Marie for Leo. It's on my website. Registration closes this week. Um, and uh, I recommend it. And it's fun and you learn a lot and you can go forever and ever and ever. I'm signed up again to go this year. Uh, we had a woo-woo crew, woo-woo group, you know, so there were a bunch of us that did uh, metaphysical stuff that I'm a member of, part of the team. And it's just good. So hopefully that gives you some ideas about the week. Busy, busy week. Have fun. We're off. We're running. It'll be great. And that's it. Take care. Bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.